prepare, respond, serve. This is Five Stone. The contents of this podcast are the personal opinions and views of Five Stone and our affiliates. This is not a recommendation for medical practice or a guide for decision-making or even to take place for your own personal judgment. We recommend that you always seek out in-person professional training and always follow your established policies and procedures. Now, with that said, let's get after it. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Five Stones Motivation Mondays. The title of today's episode is called March Through the Swamp. Uh, Our previous episode was called Rise Above the Fog, and these are similar but different in some way. This is one that is very personal to me. I'm going to be an open book and share some uh, struggles that I went through personally and what pulled me through those struggles, so in turn, it may help you as well. So this is called March Through the Swamp. I've referred to this book before on previous podcasts, and if you get a chance, make sure you check out this book. This is The Warrior Ethos by Stephen Pressfield. Um, I've got the audio book and the hard copy book because it's uh, very impactful for me, and I really refer to this book a lot. I want to read you an excerpt from this book um, and then tie that into the storyline that I want to tell you about myself and hopefully help to encourage you. So here we go. A Roman general was leading his legion toward an enemy in a swampy country. He knew that the next day's battle would be fought on a certain plain because that was the only dry, flat place for many miles around. So they knew they were going to meet their enemy and ultimately were going to be on this exact spot. So he pushed his army all night long. He marched them through a frightening and formidable swamp so that whenever they reached the battle site before the foe, they could claim that high ground. In the aftermath, after the victory, the general called all of his troops together, and he asked them, Brothers, when did we win this battle? One captain replied, Sir, whenever the infantry attacked. Another said, Sir, we won when the cavalry broke through. No, said the general. We won the battle the night before, when our men marched through that swamp, and we took the high ground. Just like in our other podcasts, we talk about rise above the fog. We all have hard times that we struggle through. It's our swamp. We're stuck in the muck. We are stuck in the mud, and we feel like we're not going to be able to get through whatever we're going through. We may be cold, tired, wet, surrounded by danger, surrounded by negativity, surrounded by so much doubt, that if we keep pushing and march through that swamp and we get to where we can take that high ground, then we can be successful. In the Bible, one of my very favorite verses from the Bible is James chapter 1, verses, uh, I think it's 2 through 4. I'm going to read this to you here. Trials and temptations. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so you may be mature, complete, and not lacking anything. The testing of your faith produces perseverance. That one verse right there got me through an incredible hard time in my personal life. I mean, a very incredibly challenging several few years that I felt like it was never going to let up and I could not get through. 
just clouds of negativity and doubt and, and, and bad thoughts and just thinking, you know, this is, this is it. This is the worst of the worst. And I want to share some of those times with you. So hopefully it will be a way to connect with you and you can see that there's other people out there that have gone through and maybe will be going through or maybe are going to go through these exact same hard times. And hopefully you can relate with this story. So over about a, I don't know, I'd say seven-year period or so, I lost my grandmother. She was literally, I called her my hero. She was my role model. Um, my mom worked very hard um, as a single mother to raise three kids. She worked three jobs, and my grandmother worked the farm that my grandfather uh, passed away while working the farm as well. She continued to work that farm. We had multiple gardens, fruit trees, um, a massive yard work, a lot of different things to do, pepper patches, and, and we had a lot to do. And she kept working and kept pushing and kept showing us the, the value of hard work, show us how to uh, succeed through suffering. That's what she showed us every day. She was so consistent. She was like a rock. She woke up at the same time. She did the exact same things. She went to bed at the same time. At the end of the day, she had succeeded for what she set out to do. She was like my father because my father at that time wasn't around so she was like that father figure to me she showed me how to get this hard work done what needed to be done extremely close to her she passed away and this is just a divine intervention because i was there that night or that day visiting her i went back out into the farm and got some pictures and came back and showed her some pictures and you know, because she couldn't get out and really walk around much. And she was on hospice, and she had some, you know, kidney issues and a little bit of cardiac issues. But really, I never really under – I'm a medical provider. I really wasn't certain, like, why she was on hospice. Like, she was totally with it. She'd get up and walk around some and do her own things. Like, she wasn't on – she didn't have cancer, none of that stuff. She wasn't on dialysis. And I was like, well, okay, you know. So I, w- I was there for that day, and and, and something – told me do not leave and go home today so i called my buddy and i was talking to him but i was back on the farm and i said man something's just telling me not to go home today like i need to stay here and this is weird it's so strong i don't know why and uh as chris wilson a good buddy of mine um been one of my best friends for years he's on five stone with us, our survival instructor and and uh, we just got this connection and chris was like brother you listen to that and do what it says there's a reason why you need to stay there. Okay. So I stayed there and I came back and my, um, my mom was there and I was like, you know, I just feel like I need to stay. And she was like, well, okay, you, you can stay if you want to. So I said, well, I'll, I'll sleep in the basement and, uh, you know, if y'all need something or whatever in the middle of the night, let me know. You know, I'll, I'll be here. I just feel like I need to stay tonight. She said, okay. So one o'clock in the morning, my phone rings. And it's my mother. She's upstairs with my grandmother. She says, get up here now. She can't breathe. So I rush up the stairs, and I get there, and there's my grandmother becoming short of breath. And to see your loved one struggle like that and to hold that person until they take their last breath and to comfort them, to, I always kiss her on her forehead, kiss her on her forehead, tell her everything's going to be okay, and watch her, watch her just pass away. It was on Easter morning. It was very hard and very difficult, and that was you know, I had to be strong to help my mother, help the rest of my family, help them get through that struggling time. But that was very impactful. That happened to me whenever 
everything else started to just kind of collapse. So I lost my mother. A uh, few years later, I get to, um, I, I, con- I connected with my dad when I was 15 years old. We always had kind of a rocky relationship. And then dad ended up passing away, right? Dad passed away too, just a few years after that. After dad passed away, my grandmother passed away, something inside of me said, you know what? You've always heard you've had these other siblings in New York, but you never were contacting them or were told, you know, they didn't have well, nothing to do with you. Well, why don't you try to reach out? Okay, fine. So I literally get on Facebook and I'm searching my brother's name who I've heard of, never talked to, never met, nothing. And I was like, okay, I knew he was a former Marine. And I typed in his name and put, you know, Marine and put, you know, New York. And scrolled down a little bit. There was a picture who looked just like me. And I was like, holy smokes. This guy looks, it's got to be him. So I sent him a message. Sure enough, that is my brother who I've never met. All right. And I'm like, okay, so I've lost my dad. I've um, lost my grandmother. Like, I want to connect with my with my brother here, right? I'm gonna, I want to kind of mend some of this past. Everything's kind of falling apart. Like, I got this. I'm going to connect with my brother. And so it was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to get up to New York. I'm going to meet you. I, I, I connect with another brother, a sister that I've never talked to, never met. All their kids, like nieces and nephews. I'm like, holy smokes, man. I've got all this other family. Like, I was like, okay, everything's coming together. Then a few months later, my brother dies. And I'm like, holy smokes, man. So I go to, I go up to New York and I go to the funeral and I meet all this other family that I've never met before. So it was our goal. We were messaging back and forth, you know, despite however dad was, despite whatever happened in our past, it's not our fault. We need to hold family first and pull everything together. And we're going to, we're going to meet up and join this family. So that's what we did. And so even through his death, it was a way to bring family together and to connect. And that's, that's what we did. So, okay. So we're on the charge here and I've, I've, I've lost my brother now. I have, uh, I have lost my grandmother. My dad has passed away. I was finishing up my bachelor's program in school. And then one of my good, dearest friends in the local fire department here has a horrible accident and dies as well. I'm like, how bad can this continue to be? You know what I'm saying? This is all happening to me all at one time. Well, then I end up getting a divorce. And so now I've... I've lost my grandmother, who was just like another parent to me. I've lost my dad. I've lost my brother. I've lost my friend. And I've lost the one thing left that I, that I had to hold on to was my family. So now I've got a divorce. I've moved twice. And at this time now, I'm trying to finish up a nurse practitioner program, which, if you don't know, takes up all of your time. So while trying to finish this nurse practitioner program, I'm like, I, I've got to just stop. I have to quit. And I'll never forget one day, my daughter was, she was in the, the house with me and I was studying and she was begging me to play with her. She said, Dad, can, can we play? And I was like, honey, I can't right now. I'm sorry. I've, I've got to take a test. And she walked off and she's playing by herself on the floor across from me and I felt so guilty. And I teared up and I said, you know what? I said, honey, this is not your fault. I'm going to stop doing what I'm doing. I want to stop right now. I'm I'm done with school. I'm done with this program. I'm putting you first. Like I sh- I shouldn't be doing this and neglecting you while you're while you're wanting to play with your dad. You've been through enough. 
And she brings me this plaque. And I used to have it here. I don't know where it is. I'll have to bring it on here. I'll probably leave it sitting on the table. But it's this little little rectangular little plaque-looking stand that I would always sit in the living room. And it said, never, never give up. And she brought that plaque to me at a young age and said, Dad, Townsend's never quit. That was her exact word. I would always tell her, Townsend never quit. She said, you're doing this to help other people. Don't stop. And I thought, my gosh, the wisdom from a child, you know, to help you kind of get through this problem. So I'm like, okay. So we're going through this. Meanwhile, I'm still working full time. I'm going to school full time. I'm finishing up my residency, you know, all my preceptorship from a nurse practitioner program, which is another full time job, right? I meet my now wife. And, you know, we're trying to build this relationship. And meanwhile, I'm being drugged back and forth in the court, fighting for custody battle for my daughter in the midst of all of this. Like, everything was just almost too much to bear. And then I came across that James chapter 1, verse 2 through 4, consider it pure joy. And I thought, how in the world can anybody consider this pure joy? I'm literally marching through a swamp right now. I'm bogged down. I'm stuck in the muck. I can't get out. Like I've lost all these people in my life. And now I may lose my daughter. Like I don't know what to do. And then that James, chapter 1, consider it pure joy. Because through your perseverance develops your faith. That's my daughter's name. It's faith. And I thought, you know what? This is what it is. I'm going through the muck. I'm marching through the swamp. I am persevering over my fear, over my hard challenges, over my struggles to get to that next level, to be what I need to be. Five Stone, during some training, we would often tell people, we do today what others want so we can do tomorrow what others can't. We do today what others want so we can do tomorrow what others can't. Going through these trials and struggles, going through your swamps, going through your divorce, going through financial struggles, going through hardships with your family, going through you know, deaths and and um, losing friendships and whatever it is you're going through, through everything. When all the stuff hits you at once, you have trouble seeing through the fog. You have trouble seeing how close you are to the finish line. I'm telling you from my personal experience, don't give up. Don't quit. Keep pushing. March to the swamp because your goal is to get to that high ground. To get to that high ground, you be the one that goes through the hard times and succeed on the other end. Because on that high ground, through that fog, is your success. And that's where it lies. So send this podcast to people that are struggling right now in 2020 and through COVID-19 and through the stresses that they're going through. Because trust me, it's now more than ever probably in this country. People are afraid. People are surrounded by darkness and sadness. And it's our job to bring them that light. Okay? Serve other people. Prepare yourself. Prepare your mind so you can respond and serve those people in need. You may be their first responder right now by helping them out. Thank you all for listening to the podcast. I hope this is beneficial. I hope it helped. Check us out on fivestoneusa.com. All the social media platforms, our podcast, our audio podcast are out. So if you can't have time to watch a video, this video, then you can listen to us going down the road. Okay? Plug us in. Get that motivation going for your week. Come back and revisit these podcasts throughout the week if you need some encouragement, whenever you need to. Share it so we can help other people. 
All right, guys, stay strong, keep going, prepare, respond, and serve, because someday you may be someone's first responder. Be ready. Thank you. This has been a production of Five Stone. I'd like to thank you guys for taking the time to check out our podcast and videocast today. You can check us out online at fivestoneusa.com. That's the number five, fivestoneusa.com. We are also on all the social media platforms. Our podcasts are now live. Videocasts are on YouTube, and our audio podcasts are on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, all the major podcast platforms. Thank you, guys. Again, we cannot thank you much for all your support and all that you do for us. Remember, prepare, respond, and serve, because someday you might be that first responder. <laughs>